Are you ready for the weekend? Weekends on UME Radio. Get the UME Radio app. Weekends on UME Radio. The sun is up and so are we. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, all at UME Radio. UME Radio. Positive entertainment 24-7. Subscribe on YouTube and click the notification bell. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thanks for joining us for Entertainment Now, where we go beyond the music, dance, box office, and thrills that flow from the entertainment industry to get deeper and more meaningful insights into the minds and hearts of the players. Remember, guys, we want to let you guys know if you guys are liking anything, any of our shows on UME Radio, remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, click the notification bell so you'll be notified of when we go live and when we upload a new video. So first off today, we have a few different stories that we want to share with you guys today. The first one, if you have not heard, Miss Riri herself, Rihanna, hero of Barbados. And we have a clip for you guys before we dive into it. Today's first feature is Rihanna. Let's celebrate her, let's salute her, because Rihanna is now the 11th national hero of Barbados. On November 29, 2021, Barbados became a republic at midnight. And at, on the heels of this momentous and historic um, event, Almost immediately, Rihanna was named a national hero. This story I'm about to share with you is from the Barbados Government Information Service, and it was written by Mia Phillips on November 30. Like I said, became a republic on November 29, and then Rihanna was named Barbados hero in on November 30, the following day. Okay. On behalf of a grateful nation, but an even prouder people. We therefore present to you the designee for National Hero of Barbados, Ambassador Robin Rihanna Fenty. May you continue to shine like a diamond. So let's get into it. Prime Minister Mia Amor Motley announces that international superstar Robin Rihanna Fenty is Barbados's 11th national hero during the investiture ceremony in National Heroes Square this morning while newly installed president of Barbados, Dame Sandra Mason, looks on. Back in 2018, on September 2018, government appointed international pop star Rihanna, that's Robin Rihanna Fenty, as ambassador extraordinary and penitentiary with specific responsibilities for promoting education, tourism, and investment for the island. Prime Minister Miriam Amor Mutley stated that government was honored to be able to confer the title on this outstanding Barbadian who has contributed significantly to raising the island's profile across the world. 
And here's a quote. Rihanna has a deep love for this country. And this is reflected in her philanthropy, especially in the areas of health and education. She also shows her patriotism in the way she gives back to this country and continues to treasure the island as her home. She has also demonstrated beyond her success as a pop icon, significant creative acumen and shrewdness in business. It is therefore fitting that we engage and empower her to play a more definite role as we work to transform Barbados. Ms. Motley stated, noting that her charitable contributions, both locally and internationally, have also been significant. That is absolutely important, for sure. I want to thank our own Ambassador Robin Rihanna Fenty and her Clara Lionel Foundation, as well as the Jack Dorsey Start Small Foundation, for coming together and donating 4,000 tablets to Barbadian school children. We all know that education is the most important gift that we can give any child and to the extent that we can ensure that there is no digital divide um, among all of our students that is our duty to date she is the youngest person to receive the honor and has joined sir garfield sobers as the island's second living national hero since her introduction to the international scene in 2005 with her debut single ponder replay Rihanna has gone on to win nine Grammys. Aside from making her mark as a singer, the 33-year-old has developed into an iconic businesswoman. Nobody can dispute that. Businesswoman in the beauty and fashion industries. She has also been recognized internationally for her humanitarian efforts through the Clara Lionel Foundation. Prime Minister Motley also revealed that the island's list of national heroes would be expanded next year. We will do the remaining ones by the National Heroes Day of 2022. She stated, noting that these persons were selected based on nominations received from the public. Wow. This is a day that I would never ever forget. Man, the people, y'all are the true heroes of Barbados and I take y'all with me wherever I go. I'm so proud to be a Bayesian. I'm going to be a Bayesian till the day I die. This is still the only place I've ever called home. Wow. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. I am so proud and happy for her. Let me know in the comments below how you feel about this. Um, it is breathtaking and amazing i want to say to all the bayesian people and um salute you guys and especially congratulations for barbados becoming a republic um i know those are two momentous rihanna's accomplishment and um the country of barbados two momentous um events that happened in history um, and we're all living in here to, to, to witness it. And it is absolutely amazing. Let me guys, let me know in the comments down below how you feel about that. Um, the next story we're going to share with you is with Nick Cannon celebrates 102 year old family matriarch. So back in 2020, the website newsdatamona.com published 
in an article that Nick Cannon was making the most out of his time with family members, especially his 100-year-old great-grandmother, whom he called his queen on International Women's Day. It's no secret the article reads that Nick Cannon is very close to his grandmother, and through the years, this relationship has inspired him to make some changes in his life so as not to disappoint her. He says, quote, I was challenged by my 98-year-old great-grandmother who actually told me she was disappointed in me with a lot of the choice words and choice content that I was putting forth, and it wasn't a reflection of the grandson that she has grown to know and love. He is quoted saying this in this article. In another article on the website, the serial entrepreneur and megastar expressed such a glorious day my children had the blessed opportunity to celebrate with their great-great-grandmother on her 100th birthday, our foundation. Happy birthday, queen. We love you, Corinne Cannon. Now, fast forward two days ago on his talk show, Nick Cannon, the star, celebrated his great-grandmother's 102, uh, her great-grandmother being 102 years old. According to the source.com, his great-grandma lives in Kannapolis, North Carolina, and on the show, he shared a story about his late grandfather who shared the same birthday as his great-grandmother. It's truly a special day for me, Cannon said. My great-grandmother turns 102 today. I actually got a chance to see her, but also the reason why she's such a special per why it's such a special day is her oldest son, my grandfather, it was his birthday as well. He passed away not too long ago. I got his name tattooed on my neck so that everyone knew how much of a bond we had. He added, he used to call his mother every single night before he transitioned, and I told and I and I tried to hold up that legacy and I call her each and every day. She's 102 today. Even that has to be difficult to see your children pass away before you. I always say you don't ever want to see your child go before you, but she's such a strong matriarch and a powerful woman. I'm just grateful to have her and allow my grandfather's spirit to flow through the both of us. This fall, the mass singer and Wild Out host Nick Cannon brought his fresh, funny, unique perspective to daytime with his own nas nationally syndicated talk show, Nick Cannon, which premiered on Monday, September 27th. Nick Cannon is taped in Harlem, New York City, and is a fun, inspiring, optimistic, and energetic and unpredictable hour of comedy-driven entertainment featuring the best of pop culture, celebrity news, music performances, and people who have incredible stories and talents to share with the daytime audience. According to his website, NickCannon.com, Nick Cannon has entertained audiences in film, on television, on record, on stage, and online for nearly 20 years. The talented artist continues to dominate all facets of entertainment as a comedian, host, actor, writer, director, executive producer, DJ, philanthropist, and children's book author. At age eight, Cannon discovered his passion for entertainment after his grandfather gave him several musical instruments. As a teenager, he moved to Hollywood where he regularly landed gigs at renowned comedy venues, including the Improv, the Laugh Factory, and the Comedy Store. 
He debuted on television and as a series regular and a writer on Nickelodeon's long-running hit series, All That, which also made him the youngest staff writer in television history. Cannon is known as a passionate philanthropist who dedicates his time, resources, and voice to give back to those in need. He has worked with nationally recognized organizations, including Feeding America, Boys and Girls Club, Do Something, Tots, Toys for Tots, Stomp Out Bullying, Lupus Foundation of America, the National Kidney Foundation, and is an active member on the board of directors of New York St. Mary's Children's Hospital. Nick Cannon is a creative and entrepreneurial force at the vanguard of his generation. Guys, let me know in the comments, how do you feel about this story? And, you know, I actually had um, a patient, if you guys don't know, I'm in healthcare, um, and a patient that who still knows her, her great grandmother. Um, and I think it's, absolutely touching and amazing to have such um, a person still alive in in your line, in your, your legacy. Um, and it's important to highlight every part, every member of our family, especially the elderly, um, and, and give things, give back. Um, because at the end of the day, they may or may not be um, the person or the people that have, have raised us. And, you know, it's important to highlight all that they have done and, and, and respect them as well while they're still here. All right, so our next story for today is John Shell Alexander. John Shell Alexander, uh, former beast of the Southern Wild, Southern Wild, sorry, child actor, was killed at 22. So John Shell Alexander, a one-time child actor who, who played a supporting role in the 2012 Oscar-dominated film Beasts of the Southern Wild, was killed in a weekend shooting in her, in her native Louisiana. She was 22. Police said Alexander and a man was shot inside a vehicle on Saturday in New Orleans, and she was pronounced dead at the scene. The man, whose name was not released, drove to a hospital for treatment. Alexander leaves behind a one-year-old daughter, uh, CBS affiliate WWL-TV reports. Police confirmed to the Associated Press that Alexander and a man were shot inside a vehicle this weekend, as reported by Entertainment Weekly via their website EW.com. The article reports that Alexander was pronounced dead at the scene while the man, whose name was not released, was able to drive himself to the hospital for treatment. Alexander played the character Joy Strong in Beasts of the Southern Wild at age 12. The film, directed by Ben Zeitlin, told of a poor Louisiana Bayou community through the lens of Hush Puppy, or Wallace. Wallace shared photo photos on Instagram of her and Alexander as kids making the film. Quote, when we were filming, we were always together, and I wish I could go back in time so I could see you again. The actress, now 18 years old, wrote in a tribute, I love you. You will be missed by so many. Zeitlin cast Louisiana natives to play characters in his movie. 
which received four Oscar nominations, including one for Best Picture. In a statement to, to the AP, the filmmaker said he incorporated a part into the film that was very much inspired by Alexander. A lot of the lines were written by her, and so much of the character grew out of who John Shell was, he said. Her character in the film is named Joy Strong, which always seemed like a perfect description of John Shell. She was a really bright, burning light. The New Orleans Advocate reports Alexander was the youngest of three who, after graduating from high school, dedicated herself to the care of her one-year-old daughter, Devin or Divine Robinson, while working as a hostess in restaurants. She brought life to everything, Alexander's mother, Shelley, told the New Orleans Advocate on Tuesday. John Shell was a feisty, jazzy, spoiled. It was her way or no way. John Shell was like, it's going to be me. Guys, um, everyone, I want you to tell me how you feel about this. I mean, it is overwhelmingly sad that we keep hearing stories again and again on gun violence and just I don't understand how people could pick up a gun and shoot someone that they don't know they don't think about the lives and the families um, that this person has, the connections that they have. And I feel for the family, I want to say condolences to the family, um, condolences to her, to her daughter, um, who now would um, be in this life without, without a mother, mother. And I want you guys to join us next week as we discuss um, gun violence uh, prevention inspired by this story. Let me know in the comments down below. How do you feel about that? Were you guys, were, were, sorry, were any of you, there we go, Jesse, you know I'm tongue twisted. Were any of, any of you affected by gun violence in your family? Um, we have Satin Brownie that says, who says they don't think about it? I think they do. They just set out to have their way. Um, that is that is true. I, I do have to say some people do think about it, um, especially when it comes, you know, real highlight the Oxford shooting um, in the news. That was uh, a headline today that um, teenager did think about it. Um, and it was known prior to um, the event taking place that there were signs and uh, everything like that, that something was going to go down. So yes, um, some people do think about it. Um, but I was think about it, but also just having no empathy or sympathy or like Sam Brownie says, it's my way or the highway. And this is what I want. Um, and the only time they regret or tears start showing is when they get arrested and they're on trial, you know? Um, and even in that, it's not that sometimes it may not even be, you know, I'm sorry for the action that I did. It's I'm sorry that I got caught. Um, and tell me what you guys 
thing, what you think of the prevention that needs to take place. Um, I think that laws need to be in place. Um, and I feel like there should be nationally one main law. I don't agree with every state having their own law, their own, you know, oh, it's okay for a 17-year-old to have a gun in Washington. You know, like, there should be a national law, just like there's a national law of alcohol. For the most part, there should be a national law when it comes to gun violence and the access to guns um, is so, so scary of how easy it is to require one. Um, and just... Stay tuned next week while we go a little bit in depth and discuss the prevention of it. Um, and our last story, do we have enough time? Okay, I think we are, our next story is about Halle Berry. All right, so Halle Berry, if you don't, I mean, don't know her, you guys know Halle Berry, right? Halle Berry the queen herself, Halle Berry, is staying in business with Netflix. According to an article published by Varity at Varity.com, following the streaming release of her directional debut, Bruise, Berry has signed a multi-titled deal with the service to produce and star in feature films. Netflix said Bruised was debuted in September at the Toronto International Film Festival, rated as its top film in the U.S. this week. It was also the number two English language film around the globe, ranking as the first choice in 71 countries and was watched for 47.7 million hours in its first five days of release. Quote, my directional debut, Bruise, was a labor of love, and I knew that Scott and Ted would treat it with great care, Barry said of Netflix film head Scott Stover and a, and a co-CEO, Ted Sarandos. The Netflix team has not only been collaborative and creative, but especially passionate and a delight to work with. I am beyond grateful for the partnership and look forward to telling more stories together. In the project, Oscar winner Barry plays an MMA fighter who reclaims her power in both the ring and in her life. In the project, Oscar winner Barry... Uh, sorry, sorry about that, guys. My computer is all over. In the project, Oscar, Oscar winner Barry plays an MMA fighter who reclaims her power in both the ring and her life. Quote, there are few people... With a career like Halle Berry, she's an award-winning actress, producer, and as audiences saw this past week, she's an incredible director. We're thrilled to be in her corner as she delivers power in front of and behind the camera in Bruise and look forward to telling more stories together, added Stuber. Stumber. Stuber? Stuber. Berry will... Next, be seen in two Netflix originals outside the New Deal, including the sci-fi project The Mothership from writer-director Matt Sharman. Barry will executive produce and star. 
She'll also appear in Our Man from Jersey opposite Mark Wahlberg. And we have some reviews on the screen here. Okay, so we have a review from um, user MDJAF stating within the first 10 minutes of the film, the quote, super necessary had sneaked its way in. At this point, I knew I was watching a movie about MMA. As a fan of MMA and, and one who often laments at the marginalism of WMMA, this was a welcome addition of the growing library of MMA-centric movies from fighting and warrior to TV shows like Kingdom, and this matches up quite well to those offerings. Uh, we have Cameron R. that states, this is a powerful masterpiece that goes far beyond the MMA world. It is quite an amazing and incredible drama story. This is probably one of his best films and one of the most touching and powerful movies combining the genre of sports element with a human drama. Halle Berry should get an Oscar for her performance as a master of craft, both behind and in front of the camera in this emotional story. And we have Dr. Rick Marshall that says, if you're looking for a hot roaming story about an about an over-the-hill former combat athlete thrust into an MMA career in order to financially support a musically inclined child, then go watch Here Comes the Boom. On the other hand, if you're looking for an, for an entertaining, no-holds-barred environment for the UFC, features some of the greatest female fighters of all time, go and watch some UFC pre-fight promos. Seriously, the editing, editing in this Editing is great in those. If you're looking for a shameless, soulless mashup of both, you have found the hollow shell of what that could have been. The fight choreography is some is some of the worst that I have seen. And some of the words that I have seen, I didn't know whether to laugh in disbelief or vomit and in disgust, and the fact that some that someone put actual time and thought into it and looked back and said, yes, this will do. So, so we, as we see here, there are some mixed reviews. Um, and we also have China that says, some stories were left untold, but I was able to piece up, piece up enough information. This was, a, this was able to tap into issues such as child abuse, domestic violence, homosexuality, and mental illness. The panic attack scene hit me hard. It's exactly how my panic attacks were like. Trauma we went through leaves marks, and this movie suggested a way out and gave viewers hope. And we also have Thomas Fong that said, it's not a masterpiece by Halle Berry, but her acting is again, incredible. Good to see the film includes some real MMA fighters like 17 times UFC flight, flyweight champion, Valentina S. And apart from Halle's outstanding acting, she as a director gives the other actors time on screen to shine as well. A powerful film about family, woman empowerment, and not giving up. It's not a, it's it's got a great soundtrack as well as features Cardi B. DJ Kelly, how are you? Hi. Hi, I had to come back on. Do you see how 
conflicting these different views are. Yes, yes. And I was just about to say that. What are, you, what are your thoughts on it? Okay, so my thoughts, here are my thoughts, yeah? Never give up on what you're trying to do or even listen to the crowd to make your decisions because guess what happened, right? According to the reports, what um, they said that the film bruised tops global charts. Yeah. Global charts, right? Everyone may not agree with you and everyone does not need to. Mm -hmm. chart your way anyway do what you need to do anyway this was her directorial debut um debut i am proud of her personally this is a black woman um yes. and she identifies that way and she's proud of her heritage so i salute her i celebrate her and also netflix signed this multi-picture deal with them well my feelings on netflix is a whole different thing but mm -hmm. i am very happy for her success but the reason i came back on is just to highlight back this the fact that bruised tops global charts yeah so yeah. use this to inspire yourself everyone will not see the good work you do as good work and it's not for everyone and it's not for everyone and they don't all have to and we yeah. ought to know that because a lot of times people have great ideas great concepts great way of doing things but they get halted because they they get caught in their heads and they mm -hmm. allow other people's opinions and thoughts to, to drive what they do when they shouldn't do that. And to you stop should them believe from in going what you're forward. Doing. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I just I just had to share that and, and now I'm going. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, DJ Kelly. I wanted to 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 come on and say that as well. So thank you so much for for um, your opinion. And I absolutely one hundred percent agree. Um, shout out to Halle Berry. Um, let me know in the comments down below what you guys thought of any of the stories. How did you relate to it? Whether that's Halle Berry, Nick Cannon, um, John Shell Alexander with gun violence. Let me know. And with that being said, guys, I want to let you know, remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, um, comment down below what you guys think of today's show. I absolutely love you. And don't forget to click the notification bell so you can be notified when we go live and when we upload a new video. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for joining us with Entertainment Now. Are you ready for the weekend? Weekends on UME Radio. Get the UME Radio app. Weekends on UME Radio. The sun is up and so are we. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, all at UME Radio. UME Radio. Positive entertainment 24-7. Subscribe on YouTube and click the notification bell.